The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Where your ass was at, dog, with niggas one feet. Where your ass was at, dog, with bitches ten deep. Where your ass was at, dog, with niggas try to run off. Where your ass was at, dog, with niggas try to run off. What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Jesse Jane here in studio for Black Hollywood Lives, The Beat. I'm joined with my right hand, Cameron Penny. That's right, Cameron Penny here, right here. Follow me on that Twitter at Cameron Penny underscore. Boom. For everyone asking, uh, Queen is not with us right now. She's getting her coin. She will be back. Um, and Jay Watts, where you at? Where the hell are you at? Where the hell you at? You know, he probably got caught up somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because LA traffic be like crazy, but that's all good. Um, but he'll be back with us next week week and i'm really excited for next week's guest too um homies of mine beauty and the breakdown make sure you guys check out next week all right let's talk about it though so some interesting topics this week in music not really this the past two weeks in music have been the sahara desert i have been (laughs) i've been on websites i don't even know if i should even be on half these websites trying to find the most credible sources but i've just been trying to find some sort of music thing and if we didn't have copyright issues i'd be playing a whole bunch of new music for y'all because there's some dope music out there but you do want to play but let's talk about some topics. So tell me, uh, so this Drake and Future album. Now, people are saying it's real. People are saying it's all just, they're just trolling us. Is this something coming at Meek Mills? Is this like, what have you heard about the Drake and Future album? Okay, this is what the deal is on the Drake and Future album. Officially, it's confirmed that the mixtape is done. And it'll be coming out in the third quarter. Um, OVO affiliate OB Bryant actually tweeted out and posted an Instagram pic. But it was deleted. Um, and that was one with the hashtag like FBG yeah, FB, OVO free bands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, October's very own. Um, New York radio personality Ebro, you know, who's very credible source, said it's coming. Um, Angela Lee slipped it out on the Breakfast Club where mm-hmm. Charlemagne had to correct her. Um, there's actual official website out there for fans, I guess, um, to mark the day when it's coming. Um, Drake even posted a picture with the acronym. Um, FBG OVO, um, DJ Ski, another incredible source, you know, tweeted out that it's confirmed, it's coming. Um, somebody even sent out a picture of a track list of, of the album. Um, which I never believed the track list. Well, they said the name is, the name of the album is going to be called Put It All in a Plastic Bag. I saw that and the picture was like a ping pong palette. It was like, it was like like writing, like, yeah, it was uh, the same from, um, you know, Drake's last album, right. This, if you're seeing this, is too late, too late, with like a purple medicine bottle for the yeah. syrup coming in there. You know, they had said they had features from Kendrick and uh, ASAP Rocky. But one of the crazy things about a feature is Rick Ross, hmm. which happens to be the whole Meek Mill thing. So right. I don't know, you know, because Rick Ross never even spoke too much about the beef. I mean, maybe it's one of those things, like, that's beef between y'all. But you the me. boss. I mean, when you went against Snoop and Dre, you had to deal with the whole death but row. But I'm wondering if the Meek situation was not really... Maybe the boss didn't confirm it. Like, you why would you I'm even saying? do like, that? That's, why would you even do something sloppy like that? Maybe. Because 
I'm looking at from a boss standpoint, why I feel like Rick Ross didn't really have anything to do with this because why would you take the track down? Yeah. If this was a, a power move, like, no, we're going to come yeah. in, we're going to get this, you'd leave the track yeah. up. You wouldn't be yeah. kind of back. Why are you letting your boys gas you up on the bus? If you really felt some way about Drake, why didn't you call me and I would have told you the boss way I had to handle the situation? So maybe, you know, maybe that's happened. Also, um, you know. Well, how do you feel about a Drake and Future I mean, they're the top two in the game. I mean, in the club, that's all you spending. I mean, even last week at the uh, Married America Festival, Nick Mill said, no more Drake. Don't play Drake. But if you go to any club oh, anywhere, yeah. all you're hearing is DS2, Dirty Sprite 2, and anything by Drake. I mean, they're the hottest right now. So I, mean, I think you know, it I mean, would once be Once in a while, someone might slip a little meek in. You know what I mean? Once. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. You know, when it comes out, um, I'm definitely going to have it. And um, hopefully we can have it here and let you know something more. Also, one more thing about this Drake. I mean, uh, Drake showed up at Future Show in Toronto. And also, Drake is the only feature on Dirty Sprite 2. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of hints that show that this is real. Is there any sort of beef or anything between Future and Meek? Um, Not that I know of. Uh, There's nothing like out in the public. Nothing in the public, but you know. But what can you do? I mean, Future and if Drake says I want to do a mixtape with you, I, I mean, Drake's was the only album to go <laughs> platinum last, for sure last year with right? no promo. He just put it out. So and I, then you have Future who was hit number one with his Dirty Sprite too. I mean, bangers. All right, moving on from that. So I was watching uh, Meredith on television, and Mel B was on there. Now mm-hmm. this marks the tw- this year marks the twentieth anniversary of the Spice Girls, <laughs> which to this day there is no other female group that has outsold the Spice Girls. That's pop culture history. That's just history in general. Um, because the next two are like TLC and Destiny's Child, mm-hmm. who are their numbers are nowhere near right. what the Spice Girls did. Um, Mel B sat there, so there's a bunch of rumors saying that they're going to come back and do a Spice Girl tour. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because, I mean, obviously, you know, here we talk about everything. But 20 years later, we always see these comebacks from the from these certain artists. We mm-hmm. see Janet came back, mm-hmm. and, you know, her tour is kind of making a little splash. Um, the Spice Girls, 20 years ago, <laughs> and people are still wanting this are tour to happen. You know, I mean, what does that say to you? To music nowadays that we can't get a group to one last that long that we can't get a female group to really do what the spice girls did i mean you had five girls five different types of girls put them in one group they tried it with the pussycat dolls and that which i was talking to somebody the other day i was like i really wish the pussycat dolls didn't get caught up like nicole love you girl yeah but you were you know what i mean like yeah. your music is cool but it was better in the pussycat yeah dolls. they got big heads asap um, you know, Spice Girls. I, first of all, I can't believe it's been twenty years. It makes me feel really old. I, I was in high school. <laughs> if I got to, you know, tell a little bit about my age. But um, the Spice Girls were a phenomenon. They just blew up. But also, they were international. Mm-hmm. You know, being from overseas. I mean, you know, London, England. Um, but I, to your answer your question, it was just a different time in music. You know, I think that people are they had chemistry. But do you see, like, when you think of the Spice Girls, it was marketing-wise, it was so genius. Each girl had their own lane. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if you didn't like one of them, because I remember, like, there would be people who hated, like, Sporty Spice or mm-hmm. uh, Scary Spice, but then loved Baby Spice. And then they hated Baby, but then they loved one of the other ones. And it was like, 
we don't see that because in Destiny Child, like, there's three different girls, but. All right, but you can't compare kinda, against Beyonce though, like you. Well, no, but we're comparing a group versus group versus group. We're not comparing <laughs> Beyonce versus groups. But Beyonce is just like it's <laughs> just like it's like when Beyonce is in anything, it's like oh well, hold on, wait a minute, Beyonce, you know. But I get it. I you know it was a different time in music. It was before the whole um, internet and really kind of just took over and got so saturated and it was like you said great marketing great personalities great production and the balance of the american audience and the audience from over in the pond so definitely get it but i can't really see that really happening again unless they really had see one thing about the spice girls they had great chemistry yeah that's there, what I was just there wasn't a lot of egos yep. and it wasn't there a wasn't lot a of leads who's you didn't know the, who the yeah, lead singer there was. you go and when Destiny's Child, you knew that Beyonce was going to be the star. TLC, you know, they were did they thing, but T Boss had her health issues, yep. and uh, you know the fortunate loss of Left Eye, so they weren't able to carry the torch because you know who could have done what they did. But Spike Girls came out the right time, right marketing, right production. They all look good. They all had sex appeal. They appealed to girls in college, girls in hot in high school. They're and pop music yeah. using yes eighties, early nineties hip hop beats. Mm hmm. Um, so shout out to y'all. Hopefully they can get everything going. So the rumor was that Mel B had said, uh, it's time possible that it was time for sure. And that it's what the fans are wanting. And I'm seeing that that's what people want. And it shocks me. Cause I'm like, I haven't checked the spice girl out, song out <laughs> since Well, I, I went to this nineties party recently and I was like, they played one of their songs. I was like, Oh shit. I forgot about that right. one, but they had some real big hits. Yeah. Um, so apparently there's drama that maybe Posh won't be involved, but I can't see them really doing a tour and not including... Now, Posh is Victoria? Yeah. Okay, yeah. She's the one that's been sorry, everybody. She's saying that she's good. Well, if you're married to David Beckham, I well, would imagine. Well, Mel B saying that all those rumors about her not doing the tour are false. Okay. And so we'll see what happens. Come on, but Posh, nothing do it for has the fans. Yeah, do, it for, do the it for the fans. So speaking of girl groups, another girl group that didn't make it... Um, Danity Kane. So, did you see the Breakfast Club interview yes, with Dumbledore? This is interesting to me because I've always liked Danity Kane. Aubrey um, was always my favorite too. She, well, D Woods was my favorite, and then Aubrey, um, and then everyone hated on Aubrey. And I understand why people disliked Aubrey from just viewing her, but when you get to like really know her and see how the hustle mentality she mm-hmm. has, like I totally believe the interview last night when we uh, or it was real authentic. It. It seemed like they didn't hold nothing back. Well, what did you think about her words about Don Richard? Versus, do you, do you really believe that Don could have? Because I mean, I've heard two different stories from Don. I heard I hear Don is like the sweetest girl to work with, and on the flip side, I heard that she has a little bit of an attitude problem. And the rumor has been it's always been either Don or Aubrey who caused the breakup mm-hmm. in Danity Kane. So I thought it was interesting because I never understood why D Woods was the first to be like, "I'm good." Mm-hmm. But that story that Aubrey said, in which she said that Don was in fan groups under a different name, writing all this stuff about D Woods and Aubrey. Don, if you were real bridge, I could see you being like, <laughs> I'm out. Don is an amazing talent. She is super talented. Even after leaving the group, she continues to still um, tour and put mm-hmm. out great music, and she's very artistic. I mean, it looked like she had some type of surgery because Definitely. her look is, I mean, it looks. Dope. It's, if she has surgery, kudos to the doctor because she would look good before, but now she is super fine. Slamming. And um, but you know, I kind of, I kind of can believe the story. But um, you listen, it's the music business. Mm-hmm. It's a loyalty is all you have 
when you in a girl group. So if Don is hearing stuff about Aubrey and Shannon trying to do a secret meeting and work with producers to try to, you know, to to get them out there. Because they already know Don is a superpower, and Don just pops up into a meeting like, "Yo, y'all lying to me? Y'all said y'all was gonna be here, and sometimes somebody might get hit." Mm. So that's what that's what Don that, was saying. Yeah, that was part of the story is that Don was hearing that there was a lot of stuff going on behind her back, mm. and Shannon and Arby wasn't being uh, upfront about the story. So Don happened to pop up in a secret met- session and confront them, and you know things happened, and she punched her. We need an outside. So we need the producers that were there to talk about this because, I mean, we hear the whole the lemonade track that had came out. I was excited for the day it came reunion, and I can't honestly, personally, I just can't imagine Aubrey and Shannon not wanting the Danity Kane thing to happen because mm-hmm. from what we've seen, it looks like Dawn was the one who kind of always wanted her own solo situation. Mm-hmm. So in hearing the two stories. Me, personally, I kind of side with the Aubrey Shannon and hearing that Dawn was trying to get some outside things while working on the Danny Kane project, Mm -hmm. working on a solo project, which you are allowed to do that in the music industry. However, as far as dropping stuff, that doesn't work out. If we're supposed to focus and drop this Danny Kane, Mm -hmm. we need everybody to be focused on Danny Kane right now. We can't have you focused on putting out the Don Richards album Mm -hmm. or Aubrey doing whatever album she's doing. It all has to be about Danny Kane. So it worked out in the end for everybody because I just feel like clearly if y'all ain't getting along for 10 years. Right. And that was part of the thing. I think they all got together just for the business anyway. Yeah. I don't think they got together as a friendship and as, hey, I miss you and let's get back out there for the fans. I really think that it was about just being relevant, putting some coins in their pocket and, you know, getting back out there. Shannon and Aubrey are like sisters. Don is her talent on her own and it just didn't work out. Just everybody. I heard Don's new music is about to be really dope. Don is dope. Because the the project she was working on before it was a lot of other people mm-hmm. influencing her sound mm-hmm. and now she gets to go back to her roots. Because I didn't like that technological I don't know what it yeah. was, but it was like some Bjork shit. Um but I'm excited to see because I know some of the people she's working with now, so I'm excited to see that. Next. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rihanna <laughs> and Travis Scott. Apparently they're, I don't want to put the word dating out there, but apparently they are hanging out a lot. Netflix and chill? More like clubs and chill. You don't think she's smashing? Clubs, drugs, and chill? I mean, mm, I don't know her like that. I don't know her like that. I mean, from the stories and the past relationships she had with other artists in the game. I mean, there are pictures of them. I'm sure they had a really good night before. You know what I mean? They They at least made out. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, so apparently, but then after hearing these rumors, because this is all allegedly, so Travis Scott is not too, um, has not spoken too kindly of the homosexuals. Um, and some of Rihanna's fans. Biggest feel, fans are homosexuals. Sure are. And they feel. Like, they've been commenting on some of her pictures Mm -hmm. uh, about Travis saying, why are you hanging out with this person? And, you know, I hope you're not dating him and all this. And apparently Rihanna is unfollowing some of these fans. Mm -hmm. And they feel that they're unfollowing. She's unfollowing them because they don't support the relationship because he is homophobic from their mouths. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know what to really feel about this. Uh, I I can look at it two ways because this can get misconstrued so much. Now, if you're harassing somebody and adding them and their mentions and all that stuff, I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes it kind of gets a little bit annoying. So, and if you're saying something and it's creating a buzz and it's creating a negative stereotype about somebody... Maybe she's just bothered by it. Maybe she just is in this world of like, that's my man and that's how I feel. Bye. I, I mean, Rihanna is definitely, no doubt, one of the biggest stars in the world. Sure you know, she consistently puts out music and, you know, changes fashion and art. Do you date someone according to your brand, though? Do I date someone according to my brand? I mean, if it can help. I mean, Rihanna's helped a lot of guys by dating them and making them relevant and building up their audience. Um, was Tra- I don't really I didn't really see her meshing with him like that. Travis Scott's a good rapper, but I don't really see him on the same level as the Drakes and the Chris Browns and even ASAP Rockies, even though he's dope. And this is his first album, Rodeo, which is a good project. If you yep. haven't had a chance to check it out, definitely need to listen to that. Um but for Rihanna I seem like Rihanna kinda I don't want to say downgraded, but if she is unfollowing and doing these situations, it's like, Rihanna, come on, you're way bigger than that. He came, I guess apparently the other day he came out um, and tweeted, At my shows, I get a little turned up. Sorry for that, but never will I disrespect that community. Thanks. Being said, my apologies to anyone that's offended. My words weren't out of bad meaning and in no disrespect. I apologize. No. I mean, listen. Sounds very PR, but it does sound like PR. It does sound like because one of the things is Rihanna goes on her. Because oh, this is what he said. Sorry, he uh, he said he was feeling. Wait, the rapper made the comments when he felt dissatisfied with the audience's energy at one of his shows. I ain't cool with none of you faggots who just sit here looking like a bunch of queers. That's hardcore. Damn. See, I didn't know what the exact wording was. So, how do you um, feel about that as being a guy who likes guys? Well, I feel like. I don't get offended, but see, I don't get it. You can call me a faggot. You can, I don't personally, personally for me, I don't, those words don't matter to me. Um, but I understand that it affects a whole bunch of people in the community. So when you're saying something like that, now you use the slur twice in one sentence. Mm-hmm. If you called everyone a bunch of faggots, like to me, faggot is a word. Mm-hmm. There are gays. We were actually talking about yes. that before we got on. So there are gays, that. and then there are faggots. Okay, just like there are stunt queens, and there are different words in the gay community. Uh, to me, a faggot is a specific type of person. It's like calling someone a bitch. Mm-hmm. A bitch means a female dog. But at the same time, you can say "Hey, bitch," and it's endearing, or you could be like "You bitch," and it's negative. I saw both of those. In you know your what I'm saying? <laughs> you can you can see the the tone. I've seen it. The tone policing. <laughs> so when you say faggot, it's kind of already ooh, mm-hmm. faggot, and then you're throwing the word queer in there. So now instead of just saying gay, mm-hmm. y'all acting mad gay. You know what I mean? Which I hate that word too because it just gets to the whole like people who are like, well, you know, you're just saying gay people are stupid. Mm-hmm. But when we're sitting here with faggot and queer in one sentence. And I get it, you're on stage and it's energy and it's all this, but that was the first, those are the first two words to come out of your mouth. That's telling yes. of your personality and telling. How you of, really feel. Maybe not how he really feels, but it, it shows your vocabulary that okay. those are the first two things your that go on. The so subject. I'm assuming that when you're with your boys and your boy does something that you don't like, it's, oh, you faggot. Oh, you faggot. Um, 
And I see that when I used to work at the Boys and Girls Club, I would hear that a lot with young kids is the word faggot. Oh, mm-hmm. you're a faggot. You're a faggot. And growing up for me, it was you're gay. You're gay. You're gay. So now it's faggot. Faggot to me has a little harsher of a cut to it. Yeah. Um, but again, for me personally, you can say whatever you want. I, I understand that. But obviously now you're dating Rihanna. So yeah. now you are you have a fan base of Navy mm-hmm. who a lot of them are, are a part of the LGBTQ community so yeah they're going to attack you so of course you have to send this apology out but for me rihanna if your fans feel some sort of way about it you know i don't want to sit here and think she's unfollowing them because they're making statements about him being a homophobic person but maybe then you speak on it rihanna this is what i don't understand is why these celebrities have these platforms and they're so obviously being presented with certain topics and it's a half-assed conversation. Mm-hmm. Rihanna's not speaking on this. Well, you know, I stand up for him. If, if you hang out with him and you think he is not homophobic and that's your boy, even if it's not your man or nothing, be like, he ain't homophobic. Yeah. I make out with bitches. He don't, he don't hate me. Yeah. You know what I mean? At, at least say something like that. Because yeah. even with the Nicki Minaj thing and Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift thing, it's like, all right, so Nicki Minaj makes all this noise before the VMAs. Then at the VMAs, she's performing with Taylor Swift, and it's like, girl power. But then at the same time, she's, you know, saying whatever she's saying to Miley versus approaching it in a manner, in a different manner. Have the conversation as, why did you say that? Why right. did you, instead of just <clears throat> putting laughy emojis on Twitter? Well... To me, all this is benefiting Travis Scott. Oh, for sure. <laughs> because his name and his sales and, you know, people knew about him in real hip-hop. But now he's just becoming more of a bigger... And that's the with the help of Rihanna. I mean, one source close to Rihanna said that they were something serious and they were seen cuddling. And then Rihanna puts out an Instagram post, post saying, I'm single mm. because I can or I'm a cunt, you know, or some stuff like that. So... You know, I don't know what's going on between the two sides, but, you know, Rihanna needs to get back on the same page with everybody because I think people around here are, or maybe even his team are really taking this and running with it. And Rihanna is like, whoa, And kind of using her. Yeah, using her and like, wait a minute, hold on. Especially Rihanna, you haven't put no music out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? You notice a lot of people have been in New York. Like, everybody's just staying. Like, Rihanna's out there. Beyonce's out there. Like, I know New York Fashion Week just happened, but... We need to go to New York, Jesse. I mean, I'm down. Let's go. I mean, you're from Jersey, right? I'm from Boston, but lived in New York for like five years. Oh, so you're original new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. How was that growing up, being from Boston and those guys were? Oh. Are you Irish? What? No, I'm Greek. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's the Greek guy. No, but actually, funny you say that, is that I was like a little younger. Like, I was young when new kids were out. Mm-hmm. So, but it's funny, all my friends, older friends would have like cardboard cutouts and stuff like guys that. Guys, too? No, or girls? it was mostly like the girls that I hung out with. Um... Yeah, the fandom thing didn't really happen for guys. Guys, it was like when NSYNC came out, then you saw like kids dressing like Okay, you saw the dress, but you didn't see the posters, gotcha. No, no, no. I had every poster, damn everybody. Who was your favorite NSYNC member? Let me guess. Lance. No, you know what? I I was never really, I loved NSYNC, but I was never like, I didn't have like a favorite Mm -hmm. from NSYNC. No, I was more into like TLC, New Edition. Boston? You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Uh, the other thing, Travis Scott, just a little fact for you and the homosexuals is that actually if the energy was low, you probably would want some homosexuals to be at your show because we get it fucking popping. I've never been a to a... women. I've ne- and we bring a lot of women. I've never been to a, con- a concert in, I mean, in which... I mean, look, you go to damn Britney Spears' Peace of Me tour. I mean, uh, the thing in Vegas. She perform- She ain't even really performing on stage and these gay kids be up there like, yeah! 
So you want some energy, Travis? Open it up to the gay community. And if you really want to sustain a long career in this open business, open it up to the gay community. Open up because you know, as you know, the execs and a lot of people who run this business like guys. Mm-hmm. So they may not tell you that up front. But. <laughs> um, all right, so that's that in this world. And for anyone who's going to take anything that I said about the words that I used right there, let me just give you this little disclaimer. Um, I understand that words do mean things, and I do understand that they can um, affect people in different ways. I have this thing. It's kind of like I don't like to use those words, uh, but when they do come across to me, I like to kind of toss them down. It's like the N-word. I don't – that's not in my vocabulary. It's not in a lot of my friends' vocabularies. because if we all are on the same understanding that those words have negative meanings to mm-hmm. them, then we do not use them. I understand what the word means in all different contexts. So, so how do you feel about people saying, like people of white skin saying the N word? I think that's ridiculous. I don't think I personally I don't feel anyone should be saying it. Saying Just like it anyone all. should be saying the word <clears throat> faggot. Mm-hmm. Anyone should be using the word I mean, I understand why we use the word gay, mm-hmm. um, but to use it in a negative term. But it's just like you said, it's endearing. And be like, yo, that's my nigga. Or be like, yo, nigga, you No, baby. exactly. But see, the thing is, is like, I even, I'm tr- I am in a new light mm-hmm. where I'm trying to work on the word bitch because I use the word bitch you, yeah. nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah, he said it, but I don't even, but I don't take it no type of way. Well, and nobody usually does. I've had very few cases where I've had a guy, uh, a man actually be like, you going to let him call you a bitch to my friend? And she was like, bitch, shut up. So, I mean, but again, I understand yes, you know, sure. why I, I have to work on that specific word for myself mm-hmm. because I want to cut it out of my vocabulary because I'm sitting here mm-hmm. saying, don't say faggot, don't say this. Mm-hmm. And, but I still use the word bitch. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with that. I know we ain't perfect. The world ain't perfect, Travis. I know you ain't perfect. So I'm not going to blame this on you. I'm not going to. It's just let's just be careful about our choice of words. Let's get your PR game together. Yes. All right. Let's look at some new music. Music. Yes, who we got this week? I'm actually kind of excited about two of these. Because then on the third one, I was kind of like, I wanted to get your opinion. All right, so the first one is IBN Sharif Shakur. and No relation to Tupac. Not that I know of. Um, no. Spell, 19 years, can you believe too. that? Yeah. That was what, like, coming And they're talking about the biopic coming out. You know, listen, after... But I'm wondering if it's, like, a legit... It has to be. After Straight Outta Compton did them numbers... You know the Tupac thing got to be on the table. Yeah, remember that Tupac resurrection thing? Listen, they all they need to do is get the right actor. Yeah, I mean, okay, so yes, they do, and I'm really excited for it, and I hope Universal does it. Why it bothers me is because I'm just like, they did Biggie so wrong. I think it was just too early. Yeah, it was like watching Empire. Like, but it was a good movie. Like the actor, it was cool. It was a good movie, but they left so much out. Like, you can't do it without having Little Kim a part of it. I personally, you cannot. Like, I agree. I mean, there were other people who were a part of it, and I understand that, but we're just, I mean, we need to hear from yeah. the thoughts. See, the straight, straight, out of Comp- straight Out of Compton was so good because they didn't leave out nothing in yep. They went to the to the dope, to the dope, to the girls, to AIDS. They did, they touched it all. Like, what really happened with Dr. Dre? What really happened with Eazy-E? And that's what we really didn't get from the Biggie movie. It was kind of like Puffy produced it, so it was more like... It's like Straight Out of Compton was power, 50 Cent's power. And then uh, Notorious was Empire on Fox. <laughs> Both good, but one's on cable and one's on Fox. Well, well yeah, with production value. That's where it comes down to it. Um, all right, so this song is called Weaving Gangs. Now, it was going around the internet as a joke. Like, what the fuck is this song? Just because it's titled Weaving Gangs. Listen to the song, y'all. 
We're going to look at the video right now. It's called IBNF Sharif Shakur, Weave and Gangs. I love it. Weave and Gangs, man. Weave and Gangs, bro. Games, you guys can check more of that out. Um, I just love it because he's talking about real shit and just putting it out there and it gives me Lupe Fiasco. That was dope. No, I know. I'm mad that we gotta had to cut that short. Up. You gotta watch the whole thing. Um, it's yeah, it's out everywhere right now. Uh, I think I started on World Star Two. Was it on World Star or Boss at one of them? Only thing I will say is, you know, being in Hollywood and you know, sometimes I don't have a problem with girls with weaves. You know, I know oh, yeah. sometimes you want to be natural, but sometimes you want a different look. And some people, you know, not in that situation. And But the gang thing, I need to hear the whole song, but that was dope, that little piece. Well, he's basically, I mean, when you listen to a whole song, you'll understand kind of the point of what he's trying to talk about is that. Be yourself. We built, well, be yourself, but we've also created this society to where, you know, we watch a love and hip hop. And these women on love and hip hop are pouring their issues and problems out. But there's no discussion about it, you know? And then they become role models and they become, it's like, I want to be like Miss Jocelyn. It's like, okay, well, that's cool. I aspire to be the fact that she was somewhere negative and try to get out of it. But what? what's the product? Yeah. What's the product? Well, I got to get my ass shots. I got to get my hair. I got to get some tattoos. And I need to find me a baller. And we've become this society where it's like, no, it's okay. If you have insecurities, you can fix them. And that's okay. Don't hate on anyone that, you know, wants to get their weave done, their hair done, their tits done, their lips done. And we live in the world where at 17, Kylie Jenner can come out looking like a different person and then make someone who's 17 years old and getting picked on every day be like, well, now I want lip injections because I want to just be like Kylie Jenner so Mm -hmm. no one makes fun of me anymore. Okay. Versus having the conversation, which this is no hate on Kylie Jenner because I do appreciate Kylie. Uh, she's doing her um, thing on Instagram where she's you know talking about bullying and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a position like that, no, I get it. Talk De- about it. Definitely love yourself first. Definitely know who you are first. Then it's okay to step out of your zone. But you know you don't. You know God made you the way you are, and you know you don't have to overdo it. I mean, like a lot of these girls are dying getting these injections for ass, and you know. But do, if you want to change it, do it for yourself. Do yeah. it because it's what you honestly yeah, want to yeah, do. Yeah, don't do it for the pressure. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there are a lot of people. Like when that eye thing had came out, you don't know how many girls were like, "Oh, when oh Tiny got her eyes done." They were like, "Yeah, like my man, he just likes girls with brown eyes, yeah, oh, that's uh, brown hair and blue eyes." I was like, "Wait, you're gonna do it because your man wants somebody with brown hair and blonde eyes? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna change your entire self for some dick? Pretty much. Whoa. All this stuff is for dick. And, and he person. don't have a car." 
Why don't you tell him to get some change and go to the damn dealership and get him a car, and then we can talk about some damn contact lens. I totally agree with you, Jesse. I mean, Jesse, because um, <laughs> it's you know, like I said, we in LA, we see it all the time. It's yeah. like, why, girl? I just saw you last week. Why are you doing this to yourself? You're, you know, I love natural beauty. That's one thing I love is see a girl with, you know, makeup is cool. But when you see a girl just with short hair and no and just beautiful, flawless, it's like, baby, that's who you that's who this is who I want to marry. Mm-hmm. I don't want to marry the girl who I met at the supper club with the ass shots and the fake titties and the, the contacts and all that. We've created the world of be Sasha Fierce all the time mm-hmm. and don't let anyone see the Beyonce. Mm-mm. All right. Next we have. So shout out to you, Sharif. Um, next good record. Good record. Kwame Live, L-I-V, featuring Angel Hayes. The video is a cartoon, and the song is called Pleasure This Pain. So dope. I don't like feeling like the rest of them. If you I and me were meant to meet the sky together, then I could be the wind beneath you fly forever. Careful, baby, what you ask for. I got fire tucked inside me like a matchbox. You know I was doomed to fall in love with you. Put a bandaid on and move forward for the time being. But I can't tell if that's my heart beating or if that's time leaving. See, I've been talking to you lately. Feels like I've been going crazy. Trying to forge a holy time and erase all those painful places. I was only sticking to the script, dawg. You wrote, I was only giving what I get, dawg. You know, cause I can paint a picture in the sky right where you want to be. I never said it, love, but more like you is what I want to be. Oh, oh, this pleasure, Mm, mm. She spent some money on that. Okay. Kwame Liv featuring Angel Hayes, Pleasure This Pain. What you think? I like it. You like the melody I, I, sound? Yeah, I like it, it all. It all went to good? I, um, I've heard a couple of her other records, and um, she has a dope um, ambiance about her style. You know, I mean, something that you can just put on and listen to and think. She makes you think. Yes. She makes think music, and uh, that's what I like. She gives me... Um, Tiana Taylor mixed with a Janine Aiko mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Um, but it's dope because, like you said, it makes you think. It, it puts you in this really – I mean, I just be smoking weed all the time. Yeah, so okay, there we break. go. I mean, we have, I'm just going to keep it up real. <laughs> you put some weed and listen to that and you're going to be all right. You going through anything, put on Angel Hayes. I'm going to send that to Queen. <laughs> Queen going to be real happy when she hears that song. Um, all right, so the last song, his name is Quabs. And the song is called My Own. People are real creative with their videos, man. Very creative. Without having deals. This one is kind of more on the simpler side. His voice is interesting. I couldn't tell if I liked his voice Mm -hmm. or didn't like his voice. But either or, it was intriguing. And here it is. This is Quab's My Own. Falling to me, I got you now. I won't give up, never let you down. That's getting straight, it's time to choose. I came to play, don't play to lose. Cause it looks to me like it made in a change. I got the key, set you out the cage, but I want you all for my own.
my own. What's he thinking? It sounds like he did have some type of something on his voice. You know what I mean? Like, it's like <clears throat> almost a little Iggy Azalea. It's like where the song's kind of cool, but then you have to check, like, wait, what was that? Yeah, yeah. But, no, but first of all, the creativity of the video, the look. It was simple, clean cut. It was cut. a very good direction. So shout out to the director. Um, the song, I, you know, I was feeling it. It sounded like, you know. Early 2000s, Craig David-esque kind of. What you know about Craig David? Boy, bye. Seven days, Monday, Dude, took it from a dream. <laughs> that was my song. But no, great bit, but it did sound like there was some type of effect or, you know. Well, um, I think he's from overseas, oh, across okay. the pond. You pick up an accent. So I think, yeah, because at the end it kind of sounded a little marble in the mouth, mm-hmm. um, which Iggy kind of falls in that too. Um, but overall, I liked it. it I was just, I, it was hard for me. Like, I want to hear more vocal mm-hmm. skills from him there to see go. where he can really take it, because this song was good, but I want to see the next project from Definitely. him. Definitely. Um, so I'm featuring you, you know what I mean? Shout uh, out. Any other things in music this week? Um, if you never got the Rick Ross album, Black Dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, download it. It's free. It's classic. Rick Ross is spitting. So I've been checking that out. What's uh, your favorite, some of your favorite songs? I like Dead Rappers, man. You know, he really went in. And, you know, we just, you know, I like that. I like the song with August Alsina. Mm-hmm. She just want to fuck. What are your thoughts on August Alsina right now? Um, I like him. I just, you know, he's, you know, whoever's been... It's a lot of the similarities in his music. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking for him to get a another record. You know, you know how uh, I didn't need him to get another record to step out of the same. Everything sounds the same, but it sounds dope though. He's he's killing that lane. But I want to see I want to see him become a bigger star. I agree. You know, he got everything that it takes to be a bigger star, but he's gonna have like I was reading an article on the weekend, and um, he met with Wendy Goldstein. And she said, what do you want? He's like, I want to be the biggest star in the world. And this is already after he's already selling out show after show, all his mixtape downloads, everybody's eating them up. So what does she do? She takes him to Max Martin, the guy responsible for NSYNC and Britney Spears. And what does Max Martin do? He gives him, I can't feel my face. And what happens after he gives the weekend, I can't feel my face? Number one album, number one song in the country. And now the weekend will be um, coming to the forum. I mean, this guy, I guess he sold out the forum. I mean, um, a lot of artists can't do that. And shout out to Canada because Drake and the weekend are probably two of the biggest artists in America. Who's the weekend on tour with right now? Or he's just doing his own thing? I'm sure he's doing his own thing. He don't need no openers. Well, I mean, he's not opening for nobody, I'm sure. Really? Uh, Who? Who's big right now? Like you said. I mean, I could see him going on tour with uh, Drake. I could see him going on tour. I mean, because he kind of but has they a, were, they he's were, kind of a one set tone. Yeah, yeah. His, because I think he's big enough to play at like he's, an he arena. He sold out the forum, I guess. Yeah, he's got a. How big, big is the forum, though? The forum is like, that's where the Eagles and oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest. Thank you. Yeah. All right, wait. So, okay. So, y'all, I was just being shady to y'all because I'm trying to look up this video and I was having Kim talk that whole time. All right. So, I want you to hear this person. Are we going to be able to play the video up there too? Or just hear the song? All right, perfect. Close your eyes and just listen to the song. This is Maverick Sabre. The song is called Come Fly Away. I found this last night. I wasn't going to put it on, but I just want y'all to hear this because this guy's voice is ridiculous. And I was like, I heard the song and I was like, wait, he's white. I don't seem to care. And it hurts down beneath 
When I'm gone, will you remember this? Come fly away somewhere. Been here for days, wanting, but nothing has changed for you. And you're tired, and you don't want to live like this. Come fly away somewhere. Been here for days, wanting. But it's funny because I was uh, listening to uh, I have milk music on my phone, and um, it was the weekend PlayStation uh, weekend station. And this song came up, and I was like, wow, that would actually be a really dope duo to do a song together. This is White Boy. I was like, all right. But you know, White Boy is bringing the soul. I mean, they really, like, all the top last R&B albums have been from White Boys. Were you here with us when we were talking about the uh, Tamar Braxton thing? No. And she said that it's not soul if white people sing it. It's not R&B if white people sing it. Listen, soul is something that's just in you. It has nothing to do with white or black. It's soul is just something that's just... You're blessed with, and you're just—it's just in you. Anybody, everybody has soul. They just gotta know how to use it. Don't be mad, Tamar. Um, and then the last thing is, speaking of Tamar, did you hear about Lifetime's biopic for Tony Braxton? Yeah, I did. Listen, Tony been looking real good. If you follow her on Instagram, oh, Tony, Tony been looking good since nineteen. I know, but remember, she—I think people kind of started looking at her after the whole bankruptcy thing. But she's still looking good as ever. She's tore with baby face, thighs is thick. Booty is fat. What's up, Tony? If I ever, I just don't know how I feel about biopics. Like, if they're still alive, it's kind of weird. Uh, but it, maybe it'll actually be better because she'll be there to be like, no, yeah. If this they can, this if they just get that certain era, you know, the era from when she first got signed to face to her bankruptcy, yep. that'll be a good era. But who could? I mean, somebody, whoever plays her, got to bring it though. Yeah, because that voice. Tony's dope. <laughs> on that note, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit us up at BHL Online on Twitter, Instagram. Also, make sure you guys subscribe to The Beat on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Please leave us a comment on iTunes. We need your help. We need to get. Uh, we need the, the beat to be number one. We got to beat out this week. We got to beat out Fashion Four One One. We got to beat out Just Saying. So just go to subscribe. Hit subscribe on iTunes and download the beat on iTunes. Cam, where can everyone find you? Also, we're moving into a new studio. Yes. We're gonna have more content, more exclusive interviews. The beat is getting ready to go to another level very soon. Follow me on Twitter at Cameron Penny underscore. See you next week. You guys can hit me up at DJ Jesse J. Till next week, same time, same place. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Music redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.